0: Alone. This is Rabin Deborah Brandt. This is Day 17 of our 40 Days of Teshuvah audio. Father, we ask that you create in us a clean heart, O Adonai, and renew a right spirit within us. The goal of El Het is to get to the root of the problem, to become more like Yeshua and to be conformed to His image, and Torah is a process. It does not happen overnight. The key is never give up, because he does not give up on us. We are all under construction and a work in progress, and this is the time to do spiritual house cleaning. Number 16, for the sin that we have sinned before you through desecration of the name. Our life will either bring glory to his name or desecrate it in the eyes of others. This is not just talking about the right way to pronounce yud Vavhe's name. For what is our entire lifestyle showing others how we revere Him as holy and sanctified in our life? I know people that are proud that they know how to say Yudhiyavhe's name, yet they come to the congregations and cause strife and splits. Is this bringing glory to Him or drawing men unto ourselves? When Israel sinned against Yudhiyavhe, and He was about to bring judgment and punishment, why did Moses plead on their behalf? Was it because they did not deserve to be punished? No, Moses did not want to see his name desecrated among the heathen. Shemot or Exodus 32, 9-12 And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now therefore let me alone, let my wrath may wax hot against them, that I may consume them, and I will make of thee a great nation. Whenever we choose our ways over His ways, we desecrate His name. Whenever we choose not to obey His commandments, we desecrate His name. Whenever we tell people we are, quote, Christians or, quote, Messianic believers and do not walk what we talk, we desecrate His name. Whenever we walk in darkness, when we know the truth of His light, word, we desecrate His name. Whenever we choose to live in sin, when we know the truth, we desecrate the name. Whenever we speak gossip or Lashon Hara, we desecrate his name. Whenever we choose to come against his leadership, read about Korah number 16. We desecrate his name in the eyes of others. Whenever we cause strife and discord among the brethren, we desecrate his name. Yeshua said, If you love me, you will obey my commandments. Proverbs 6 beginning with 16. Six things Adonai hates, yes, seven are abominations to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that plots wicked schemes, feet that run to evil, a false witness who spouts lies, and one who stirs up strife among his brothers. Journal Food, food for Thought As a light unto the nations, every Jew, Messianic believer, followers of Yeshua, is a messenger of God in this world, responsible to project a positive image. The words of Messiah Yeshua, You are the light for the world a town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Likewise, when people light a lamp, they don't cover it with a bowl, but put it on a lampstand so that it shines for everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before people so that they may see the good things you do and praise your Father in heaven. Don't think that I have come to abolish the Torah or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to complete. Yes, indeed, I tell you, that until heaven and earth pass away, not so much as a yod or a stroke will pass from the Torah, not until everything that must happen has happened. So whoever disobeys the least of these mitzvot and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys them and so teaches will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Ask yourself. Did I ever act in a way that brought less honor and respect to God? Did I ever act in such a way that gave a bad impression about what it means to be a Jew or a Messianic believer, a follower of Yeshua? Did I take every opportunity to enlighten others about the beauty of Torah and His Messiah Yeshua? Here are a couple great spiritual checklists found in the Apostolic Scriptures, or the New Testament. Uh, First, let's go to 1 Corinthians 13. And as we're reading these scriptures, make a list of of the things that pertain to uh, godliness and holiness, and where we may be falling short of that in our walk with Messiah. So let's begin with... um, verse 1. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. If I gave away all that I own, and if I hand over my body so I might boast, but have not love, I gain nothing. You know, we're all great at picking the specks, noticing the specks in other people's eyes, but we're blind to our own plank, that old board that is sticking out from our eye. This is a time that we need to, again, examine ourselves in light of what the Word says, not examine ourselves as comparison to somebody else. So here's our checklist. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not brag. It is not puffed up. It does not behave inappropriately it does not seek its own way it is not provoked it keeps no account of wrong it does not rejoice over injustice but rejoices in the truth it bears all things it believes all things it hopes all things It endures all things love never fails but where there are prophecies they will pass away where there are tongues they will cease where there is knowledge it will pass away For we know in part and we prophesy in part but when that which is perfect has come then that which is partial will pass away let's go down to verse 13 but now these three remain faith hope and love and the greatest of these is love so again we're looking at this list and we're saying am i patient am i kind are there do i envy do i brag do i seek my own way Am I easily provoked? And again, as we are, you know, looking at ourselves and being honest with ourselves, then we say, okay, Father, I see I fall short of your glory I fall short of what you expect of me and I don't want to bring a reproach upon your name because I am walking in the flesh so help me father to walk in the spirit to walk in a way that represents you truly and does not bring a reproach on your name now let's look at Galatians 5 Paul or also known as Rav Shaul taught in a very Hebraic way if you look through his letters he has He gives uh, negative commands and positive commands. Negative, this is how you should not walk or live. Positive, this is how you should live in Messiah. But I say, walk by the Ruach, and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. So here's the negative. For the flesh sets its desire against the Ruach, but the Ruach sets its desire against the flesh. For these two are in opposition to one another, so that you cannot do what you want. But if you are led by the Ruach, you are not under the law, and I interpret that as the law of sin and death, um, the law of letting the flesh dominate you. Now, the deeds of the flesh are clear, sexual immorality, impurity, indecency, idolatry, witchcraft, hostility, strife, jealousy, rage, selfish ambition, dissension, factions, envy, drunkenness carousing and things like these and i am warning you just as i warned you before that those who does do such things will not inherit god's kingdom so again we need to look at that list and say father have i allowed the flush to dominate me have i walked in these things you know maybe in a way that i didn't realize that I was allowing the flesh to act contrary to your word and be honest with yourself and repent. The next is the fruit of the Ruach, which is the positive command. But the fruit of the Ruach is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now, those who belong to Messiah have crucified the flesh with their passions and desires. Again, we have to crucify the flesh. If we live by the Ruach, let us also walk by the Ruach. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another or envying one another. So again, these are great scriptures because our life, we are ambassadors for Messiah. That's what the word says. And as ambassadors, we represent his kingdom how are we representing his kingdom you know how are we representing his kingdom in our homes in our jobs when we go to the store when we're driving our car you know do we have a bumper sticker that says Yeshua loves you and then we're yelling yelling at people if they cut us off you know again these are things that we have to be honest with and he has given us again the power and the ability to overcome the flesh and to walk after the Spirit. I just want to pray this prayer to walk in sanctification. Father, thank you for sanctifying us by the truth. Your word is truth. Yeshua, you consecrated yourself for our sake. So that we will be truth consecrated in our mission. In the name of Yeshua, repent and turn from our wicked ways. We wash ourselves, make ourselves clean. We cease to do evil and we learn to do what is right. Father, you dwell in us and you walk with us. So we leave the corruption and compromise. We leave it for good. You are our Father and we will not link up with those who would pollute us because you want us all for yourself. We purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Father, we confess our sins. You are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yeshua has been made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. We submit ourselves to you, spirit, soul, and body. We strip ourselves of our old, unrenewed self and put on the new nature, changing whatever needs to be changed in our life. The desire of our heart is to be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, fitting for the Master's use, and prepared for every good work. Thank you, Father, that we are eating the good of the Lamb, because you have given us a willing and obedient heart. In Yeshua's name, Amen.